0: Summer Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. We are once again live down here in the Bear Cave Studios for another episode of the Sports Frenzy Podcast. So, yeah. with me, your host, Freddie Aloso, with my co-host, Stevie G. What's up, guys? Let's go. And with my other co-host, Anthony, the Encyclopedia. And gentlemen, this
1: Sunday from Toronto, it's time for Red Hot. It's
0: time for SummerSlam Let's go baby It's been an interesting week boys Since uh, our last episode They they announced that it was Rowan Who tried to hit Roman Reigns And drop the thing on him Or they
1: could be messing with us They could be
0: What do you guys think of that storyline They're actually building it kind of well I mean, they have an excellent build, don't get me wrong, but
2: I don't want it to be Rowan. Like, I would love for it to be someone who's, like, either injured or hasn't been on TV for a while or something. Like, someone who you wouldn't expect. Like, so I don't care for Rowan just because he's like he doesn't do it for me. Um, Samoa Joe, like, if they had him, like, say the apology and all that, um, I, 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 Roman Reigns apologized to him. Like, I I don't see a point in them them being like, oh, it's Samoa Joe, because that's, like, predictable. So I would just rather it be a a surprise for once. But I guess we'll see how it all comes down, you know? Encyclopedia.
1: I think think this could be a long-term storyline. The timing of it seems a little off. Uh, you, You would think that they'd want Roman... On SummerSlam in some way, shape, or form, so the fact that they timed this the way they did where he was feuding with Samoa Joe first, and then out of the blue, all of a sudden he's getting attacked, and Samoa Joe's not involved. That seems off is Samoa Joe turning face now? Uh, I'm not sure.
0: From the reports I'm hearing, they're trying they're saying that they're building Daniel Bryan as like uh, a heel that surpasses the heels. That even the baddest of heels can't, like, agree with the stuff he's doing.
1: That's interesting. I mean, you do have the factor of maybe Daniel Bryan axe Rowan to do it. There is a rumor also that it might be that Blake Murphy just threw a name out there. And if that's the case, we might be seeing Roman versus Blake Murphy at SummerSlam, which... I don't know, I feel like they'd have to build that up a little bit more for a guy like Blake Murphy. At the same time, if they just throw us Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns with Daniel Bryan being behind it, the whole thing, at SummerSlam, lack of a build there, but at least they could build it up over time. Um, I suspect what we're going to see at SummerSlam is the angle's going to continue. I don't think they're
0: going to do SummerSlam without Roman appearing in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Speaking of Roman... Uh, did you guys get to see the new Hobbs and Shaw yet?
2: I'm not gonna lie, I've seen it twice. I saw it for a second time in the theaters today at the
1: kids' how request. Au- how awkward was Roman Reigns in that movie? They, they made this big stink about, oh, he's he's part of the movie, and I think his only line was
0: Roo-ah.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, realistically that that's that was actually a huge
2: turn-off. Um, I mean, A, you making that sound, but, um, B also, um, <laughs> they, they they like did interviews that aired on USA and like social media platforms and it, and rock was like we don't just bring people in just because they're family blah 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 everyone has to try out really what did you try out for to throw an axe which hit the cameraman so I don't think you fared out that well um he, he didn't have any lines like I wanted like even if he had a two or three liner I would have been more comfortable to, with what he did because like I said I've seen it twice and even the second time around I'm like sitting there I'm like what did he try out to do? All his, um, all of his uh, on scene sequences was all action. There was no words. There was no real acting. It was action, screaming, and awkward staring. That's or about it. Awkward moving shit in the background. I mean, granted, though, I loved when he hit the spear. Yeah. When he hit just, the
0: spear, I, I was like, like, "All right." Him helping out, and like he moves two things, and then disappears. And then another scene, he's like grabbing something. I'm like, come on. Yeah. We, you want to have him in the movie. But at least if you're gonna want to have him in the movie, give him some lines. Well, what's the deal? What did you guys think of the movie? I loved it.
2: I mean, it's it's typical Fast and the Furious action you that's not realistic to me. Like, granted, it wasn't the racing or as much cars or anything like that, but it was an action movie that much of it would never really happen. But that's what action movies are. I hate those people who are complaining like, "Oh, this is so unbelievable! It would never happen in real life." It's a fucking movie. It's not supposed to happen in real life.
0: I did enjoy the movie, though. I thought it was. I thought it was a really good movie. I do agree with the uh, the score that they got on Rotten Tomato. I, got, I think they got like a nine, nine point one, something like that. Like a, a really high score in the box office. So I, I did enjoy the movie. I thought they they did a really good job with it.
1: I thought they did a nice job on it too. Um, Yeah, if you're expecting it to be even close to even the current Fast and Furious movies, it's not like that. It's a totally... It was an attempt at basically another uh, action series, and I think they proved that they could go in that direction. Probably a good thing because I think the whole reason Cena is in the next Fast and Furious movie is because Dwayne Johnson and Tyrese and Vin Diesel, there's rumors back and forth about all three of those guys, and specifically that Johnson can't get along with either one of them.
2: Well, first off, Tyrese is talking out his ass. He went on social media the other day, too, and was like, oh, look at your box office opening weekend. There hasn't been that much of a bad one since Tokyo Drift, and it's like, motherfucker, you're not the reason that any of those movies are good. Like, you're good for a couple laughs, but you're not, like, the reason. I wouldn't talk so much shit, because Rock did more in the three movies he was in than you fucking do. Like... Just saying.
0: Wait, we're talking about Tyrese? Correct. Oh, 100%.
2: Yep. You thought I was talking about Vin Diesel? I would never say that. No, no, no. Vin, no. Vin,
0: Vin Diesel, no. I heard that they they just couldn't get along, him yeah. and Rock. Like, too much ego in the room.
2: But, um, yeah, no, Rock is not going to be in the Fast and the Furious 9. It's still up in the air for Fast and the Furious 10. And there is going to be another Hobbs and Shaw movie already in the works. One of the things that was a complaint that even Michelle Rodriguez uh touched on on her Twitter, was that uh, they did not give justice for um, Shaw when it came to the whole Han murder. And they feel that that still needs to come to bite him in the ass. But there was a line in the movie where he did actually address that, like, you know, things that he regret doing. But, yeah, yeah the creators of the Hob and Shaw movie did say that it will be addressed in future movies of what he did to Han.
0: I'm looking forward to it. I, I really did enjoy it. I would almost say that I enjoyed that more than the previous Fast and the Furious movie. Gotcha.
2: I mean, I liked Fate of the Furious. It was a little much, but yeah, I liked this one more. And I liked the jokes more. Like, and the action was great. And Shaw's sister is hot, you know. So she was good eye candy. I'm happy the Rock got to like at least like make out with her for a minute, but.
0: And they brought in Ryan Reynolds, so that was pretty cool as well. Yeah. And and, uh, what's his face? Kevin Hart. Yeah. But we digress. Let's get into some some other wrestling stuff. We got AEW adding two new shows to their touring schedule in Boston and Philadelphia. What do you guys think of that? Um, I think it's cool that they're going to be in
2: Philly. If I was, like, that much into it, like, a pay-per-view, I would definitely go to. I don't see myself going to Philly for, like, the show till I know what quality the shows are going to be, which it's too early to tell, obviously. But, um, you know, I'm still excited for it. I mean, if they come to New York, I'll definitely attend. I mean, we're basically seeing those stars at Northeast Wrestling lately. Basically.
1: For now. Once AEW's uh, weekly show starts, I don't think we're going to be getting that anymore, which also leads me to believe that Darby Allin is not going to be the Northeast Wrestling Champion for much longer. But anyway.
2: I mean, I don't know. Uh, Michael Lombardi, Lombardi has a close relationship with Cody and Dustin, so that's that's probably what's working for him right now.
1: Correct, but my understanding is all these deals, uh, I think it was Tony Khan or somebody on, their, on the All Elite side basically said that once the show goes live, it, it is supposed to be exclusive agreements that they're not going to be able to appear on different indie shows. Uh, maybe that was a misquote, or maybe I'm not remembering that correctly. Maybe it was Dave fucking Melser saying the wrong thing again. Who, who the hell maybe, is?
2: maybe he should have to provide a source for that.
0: You have to go research it and look it up. Who's your source? <laughs> now, the interesting one on that is going to be, was it MJF or with MLW? He signed a deal with them that said, Um, he couldn't go with WWE. That was the exclusivity. But because AEW wasn't around at the time, that wasn't written into the contract. So he does have a contract with AEW and MLW, and it'll be interesting to see how that works out.
2: Well, something's got to happen. Maybe they got to accept both.
1: I just don't see how all Elite could take that risk. I mean... What if your top guy, let's say Hangman Adam Page, for example, let's say, he become, let's say, for sake of argument, he wins in a couple of weeks and is the first champion, uh, he goes and does an indie show and gets injured. Now what?
0: That's very true. That's why WWE locks these guys up.
1: Unless you're an announcer. Then you get people like Jerry the King Lola wrestling at Northeast
0: Wrestling. Yeah, very true. Speaking of AEW, they added a 21-woman Casino Battle Royal to All Out. Now, with this, do they have enough women on the roster that we know of to be able to pull this off? Or are they going to start pulling in some legends and names that we don't know of yet? I mean, the thing with All Elite, it's so hot right now
2: that if they really want to pull a bunch of women off the indie circuit they're gonna go running they're gonna jump and ask how high they want you to jump all right watch watch keep making a face over there
1: <laughs> that's the funniest shit i've ever heard in my life
2: it's it's not though
1: it's you, not you think you think they're just gonna throw money at people at women and they're just gonna come oh yes i want to wrestle for you
2: Allow the indie girls to be on an
0: aew pay-per-view why not okay we'll see and it might not even be that much money it might not even be that much money. It's just the exposure. You know how many eyeballs are going to be on All Out? Just to say that you're off there. Maybe something that... That's going to
2: be their next huge event, and they're going to want the eyes on them. So I know what I'm talking about. Here, I'll message one of our indie girls right now and see what she says.
0: What's your source, Stephen? Well, if I get an answer from her, I'll tell you.
1: He's going to message <laughs> Casey Cattell right
0: now. Absolutely. And over the past weekend, we had former UFC heavyweight champion Kane Brown Pride Velasquez make his AAA Mexico debut. I, I did see some of the stuff he pulled off. I thought he was injured from UFC, and that's why he wasn't fighting, because of his knee. But he was limber as hell. He was flying all over the place. Looked actually pretty good.
1: It's interesting that... It's this weird thing with football and with MMA, Uh, an injury there doesn't prevent you from wrestling, which I would think in some respects could be even riskier and be a a higher risk uh, for injury. But yeah, he he definitely, he definitely proved himself uh, for a first time in the ring. Uh, He did a hurricanrana, which he later said that he just learned the move the day before. I uh, finished off with a Kimura, so he didn't. He, he did. There was a nice mix of professional wrestling and MMA thrown in there. Um, I know he's. There was talk about maybe after Daniel Cormier retires, maybe the two of them would team up. Um, I got to think though, if Cormier ever got in a in a professional wrestling ring, it's not going to be for AAA. It would probably be more likely the WWE.
0: Yeah, I could see Cormier being possibly an announcer for WWE. They did reach out to him. Uh, Concerning
1: possibly SmackDown, I think he had a tryout sometime last year. So
0: maybe,
1: maybe that's a maybe that's something that they didn't actually leak out uh, who those SmackDown announces are, and we'll hear about that soon. Maybe it's not going to be the three that we've grown accustomed to. Uh, maybe, maybe we're not going to get Tom Phillips, uh, Byron Saxton, and Corey Graves.
0: Hey, I'd be all for it. Man. I would be all for it. Cyclopedia Give us something else you got from this past weekend. Well,
1: so interestingly, um, and BT Sports released the top 10 walkouts in UFC history. Uh, One of them concerned a fight that just happened on Saturday in Newark. The number two ranked welterweight contender, former interim welterweight champion, and Donald Trump's favorite MMA fighter, Colby Covington, came out to Kurt Angle's medal. And if you check out this video, there's a lot of pro wrestling influence on there. Uh, Number 10 was CM Punk's debut. And then we also had, which I thought was cool, uh, MLW's Tom Lawler came out to Real American for one of his fights when he was back in the UFC.
0: There's a lot of... Uh, crossover between UFC and WWE or MMA and professional wrestling. A lot of these guys take a page out of the professional wrestling book when they start doing their promos in the ring. They're trying to sell themselves. They go full heel, a la, you know, um, Kobe Covington over the weekend. Chelsea Sonnen was big for that. And uh, Ben Rothwell was another one who was big on that well
1: there was also there was also the former bantamweight champion uh cody garbrandt was another one um and let's look let's be honest who who does wrestling promos better in the ufc than conor mcgregor
0: it's very very true man very very true
1: so the guys that get the get the popularity in the ufc whether it's as a fan favorite or somebody that people just want to pay to get their asses kicked. Those are the guys that are cutting those wrestling type promos. And this is where a lot of the fighters are missing out. They're expecting the machine to totally get behind them. And I get that not everyone can be charismatic, but a lot of the guys that are big UFC draws that might not necessarily be the best fighters out there. I mean, look, I know I'm going to get a lot of heat for this. McGregor's a boxer. McGregor's a stand-up fighter. You take him to the ground and it's been shown over and over again. Nate Diaz did it. And Khabib Nurmagomedov did it. That's very. He's not a ground fighter. But his promos really are what got him over. There's a lot of guys that you could claim that. I mean, look, how many... Nate and Nick Diaz, uh, especially Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz's win-loss record ain't that great, but people pay to see him because he's fu- entertaining as fuck.
0: Now, Kobe yeah, talks a lot of shit.
1: Now, Kobe Covington's in a different league because he's playing the heel. He's backing up Trump. He's... Where, where's that make America great again? I mean, did you see the shit he was talking to Kumara Usman after the UFC post fight this past weekend? Yeah,
0: I did see that. He,
1: he wants people to pay to see him get his ass kicked. Yeah. One hundred percent. Um, unfortunately it was one of the, it was actually the lowest rated UFC on ESPN fight card yet, but you know what? The card started at three o'clock in the afternoon. I was almost tempted to go to it because it was literally down the street from red bull arena where i was going to be at six o'clock anyway but uh can't do everything right
0: yeah so we we touched on this a little bit before we jumped on the air with you guys uh northeast wrestling just added to prison break um brian pillman jr luchasaurus and jungle boy what do you guys think of that since you guys will be in attendance for that show I'm
2: excited for it. I mean, when as soon as he posted the, what do you guys think of Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy, uh, Michael Laporte always does that, and then it always ends up there, there at the show. So I had a feeling it was going to end up being Prison Break, and then when it was announced a couple hours later. Um, I was definitely excited for it. It was kind of crazy some like idiot-like said cursing in a post in the Northeast Wrestling page, quote-unquote, was like, hey, there could be kids here or whatever, and the guy like got so defensive. Well, they're going to be going to wrestling shows, and they'll be cursing their tune and all stuff. Like, tone down. Stop being a fanboy so much. Like, it, 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 I just found humor in that. But anyways, yes, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus I'm excited for. Um, I don't know. I may pay to meet them. You never know. But um, uh, Brian Pillman Jr., you know, I've seen him wrestle before. You know, he, he does well. But, um, you know, just someone else on the card to me.
1: It's amazing the stops that Northeast Wrestling's pulling out for specifically this one show. Um, they still have the Wrestling Under the Stars tour going on, which could actually seat capacity wise way more than the Mid Hudson Civic Center, and yet they're pulling out all the stops for the Civic Center show. So um, thank you to Mike Lombardi and Northeast Wrestling for doing that.
2: Also, keep in mind, though, Prison Break is a live eye pay-per-view, which is why he's probably pulling out all the stops. It will be broadcast live on high spots, just like they did Redemption. So that may
0: be the reason why they're adding all these names. Now, before we jump into SummerSlam 2019 in Toronto. Fucking Canada. (laughs) WWE did announce that SummerSlam 2020 will be held in Boston. So now let's jump into this card and uh, try to get some of our picks and see where the world title lie lies at the end of uh, at the end of this pay per view. Well,
1: I don't think we ever actually recapped where we stood after Extreme Rules, did we?
0: I think we may have touched on it, but why not? Let's uh let's give a little recap before we jump into these picks.
1: Alright, just in case we already recapped it before, folks, sorry. Just a reminder, Freddie is our dual champion right now. He's the pay-per-view and world champion right now with three hundred and ninety-eight points. I'm behind him, three hundred and ninety-three points, and Stevie G uh with three eighty-seven. Now this The SummerSlam card's interesting because there's a lot of rumored matches that haven't been announced. So what we're going to do is we're going to comment on what could be the rumored matches and who our picks would be there. That way we've covered all our bases as
0: best we can. Sounds good, good boys. Sounds good. And I'm sure uh, the night of we'll make our picks as well. So if a rumored match isn't actually happening, but a a different one does happen. Uh, we'll jump in and we'll give you guys the actual result. Uh, our actual picks come then. Let's do the rumored matches. We have Shinsuke versus Ali. Prince Ali.
1: Ali Ababa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were just politically correct there. So that one would be for the Intercontinental Championship. Shinsuke just won the belt from Finn Balor uh, pretty recently, actually. I don't feel like there's been a ton of time to really build this feud up, but there is a possibility this match might happen. I don't see them taking the belt off Shinsuke that quickly, so my pick would be that Shinsuke is going to retain.
0: I'm going to go with Muhammad Ali. All right. I'm, I'm going to go with Shinsuke. I think he's going to retain as well.
2: If you're talking about build ups they've barely built up anything for this summerslam everything's been rushed in the last two weeks yeah uh, you know I feel
1: like, you know what I feel like some of it's actually a throwback to the old days when you'd had a bunch of matches on a SummerSlam card like for example eighty nine ninety ninety one I mean if you go there were a lot of matches that didn't necessarily have a build it was just you could look at it as a filler or you could look at it as being a big match and I think that's kind of what they did here um Now, rumored is Roman Reigns might be on the card in the match. Um, There's three possible opponents. It could be a Buddy Murphy, which seems to be the favorite for a match at SummerSlam against Roman from what the dirt sheets are claiming. There's also Eric Rowan, which I guess is the long shot. And then there's Daniel Bryan. Any thoughts on that, guys?
0: I would have to say I would take Roman in all of them except for the one against Daniel Bryan. Yeah, I agree that with you on that one. With, with Daniel Bryan, to build him as the heel, heel that they're talking about, you would have to have him win at SummerSlam. And Stevie G, what do you think? Um, I'm going to go with the same as you, what you said, because
2: the other two don't seem to uh, justify a win over Roman Reigns. Only Daniel Bryan's the only one who may, so...
1: Okay, so we're all across the board agreeing with that. And then the match that I'm actually kind of surprised they haven't formally announced, although this one might be announced on WWE.com before the show even goes to air. Uh, we'll see. But they've been teasing a match between Cedric Alexander and the Scottish psychopath Drew McIntyre. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna think McIntyre would get the wing if that match gets added. Um, just a little surprised because that one actually has been built up more than some of these other matches that have been announced. Um, but I'm thinking McIntyre already did the job for Cedric. I don't see him doing it again.
0: Yeah. I, I agree with you there. If this one actually does go down, I've got McIntyre all the way.
2: CVG, go with McIntyre. I hate to. I would rather go with Alexander, but I need to get points apparently, so I can't say what I actually want.
1: <laughs> well, the goal is to pick realistically who you think is going to win, not necessarily who you want to win. Well, that's why I fell
2: behind, because I picked who I wanted to win for
1: the last few months. You were open about that, though. You did say you were going to do that.
0: We won't give you the belt, but we'll give you credit on that. Suck it.
1: (laughs) Give me the fan favorite champion. The people's champ.
0: So, WWE's Cruiserweight Championship match, champion Drew Gulak versus Oni Lorcan. It's Lorkin, Lorkin Lokran. You better not go to Boston for SummerSlam. He's one of their boys. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Gulak here. I'm Gulak too.
1: Gulak all the way, and you're not gonna get much sight from any of us because none of us here watch 205 live. Thank you, Enzo.
0: Definitely. And now one that's gotten somewhat of a build, but not the appropriate Trish Stratus versus Charlotte
2: Flair. Oh my gosh! Could we just talk for a second? How they rushed this fucking build-up? Like so, this match has potential. This is Flair's wrestle- daughter, Charlotte Flair, getting in the ring with the woman who truly paved the way for all of these girls. Okay, mm-hmm. Trish Stress, I don't think anyone will argue with me the impact she's had on the women's evolution back in what? She started in the 2000s or was it the late 90s? Whenever she started, the late the 2000s, she's the one who paved the way. She did. Lita did. Ivory did. All those people she mentioned, I mean, there were some people she left out that I didn't agree with. But, um, yeah, she paved the way. I agree 110%. I hope I'm not gonna pick who I think they're gonna have win because WWE is a bunch of fucking assholes. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Trish Stratus. I want Trish Stratus to win. I wish they did this build up for the last three weeks, not do it in one week. This this match could have had so much more potential if you built it all right one week two week anthony just threw up the deuces but thank you that's why we call the encyclopedia they, but they, uh, they,
1: look if you've been paying attention they've been building it up for longer than two weeks i mean charlotte was hinting at it for a while
2: all right hinting that's not a build-up to me okay dole has been hinting at goldberg and like you could have thought he was gonna face the miz you could have thought he was gonna face michaels before goldberg oh
1: well, i'm gonna have my tirade about that but anyway
2: Okay, so we'll get into that when the time is right. But Trish Stratus, that's who I want to win and they handled this book uh, this build up too fast. In my opinion, this is a WrestleMania match. You should have saved this for fucking Mania and built this up to be something extreme. This could have been the women's, okay? The women's version in my opinion so you guys could chime in. Rock Versus John Cena. You could have built this match for a year and then had something stupendous at Mania. Or even six months. You could have had a great buildup, not rush this thing. And that truly disappointed me. But I'm looking forward to watching it. And uh, I hope Trish Stratus wins because I'm sick of Charlotte and her Botox lips and lopsided tits ass. Wow. Like the other this, day, the other day, i like, I'm sorry. Dark. People hate on me for this comment, but the way her lips look, I was going to be like, de, 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 de. like get the fuck out of here with those lips. Everyone knows they're fucking Goodyear blimps.
1: Yeah, maybe it's swollen from Andrade.
2: Yo, maybe. I mean, this guy does, has her do exercises where she's like in a squat and he stands did, on her while she's doing Did you see it. that shit? That's fucking yeah. crazy. Yes. I mean, granted, I guess she's getting the results, but you know, those lips are not results. That's an injection, motherfucker.
0: Now you couldn't have said it any better. I agree with you with uh I definitely want Trish Stratus to win on this one as well. You can
2: admit it, Freddie. Deep down you do love my outburst sometimes. My pipe bombs. I, I do very, very much so. He's like uh, has this look on his face like, oh shit, here we go.
0: <laughs> I do feel they, they rushed this big time and the only reason they rushed it is because SummerSlam is in Toronto. And Trish is saying this is going to be her last match. So I think uh, Trish is going over here. I hope
2: so, and I wish it wasn't going to be her last match, but,
0: you know.
1: Just because they said that, do you really think that's the case?
2: But that's just like The Rock last week on uh, Kelly and Ryan saying that he quietly returned from or retired from wrestling. But I still think next year in Florida, if they don't put him in the Hall of Fame or if they do, we may get that Rock versus Roman match. That everyone would love to see. And I hope they don't put Roman over. Sorry, Freddy. <laughs> I'm a rock fan from day one to my death.
1: <laughs> I don't think this is going to be the last time we see these two in the ring. I hope not. I really don't think so. I And this, this semi-ties in, yeah, all right, they built it longer than two weeks. Uh, it's been hinted at. Fine. This match sells itself because it's a dream match. They don't need to do a lot of storyline to get people excited for it. But that being said, I just don't feel like this is a match that they're going to end up doing once. I could see this becoming ultimately a best out of three, maybe wrapping up at WrestleMania. Let's be honest. We don't want, I don't know about you guys. I don't want Charlotte back in that SmackDown Women's title picture for a while. That's for sure.
2: Correct, but my thing is, is this match t- definitely like took all the thunder, in my opinion, from both women's championship matches. That I wouldn't even care if you put the women's championship matches on the fucking kickoff show, and just had Charlotte versus Trish Jazz as one of like one of the main events, if you want to. But it could have been that if they had a better build up. But I'm sure they're going to treat it as a normal match.
1: Hey, look, you know what? Hats off to the women that they got three matches on this card. Facts. And hats off
2: to my girl, Alexa Bliss, for winning the women's tag titles this past Monday night on Raw.
1: Which was one of the 14 rumored matches at SummerSlam originally, but I digress.
2: All right, you could digress all you want, but my girl has what she deserves on her, another championship belt.
1: Well, you know what? I think the, that team is more likely to get those belts over right now than the other teams that were involved in that match. I mean, the Kabuki Warriors, I, I, I kind of feel bad for them because that thing was being built up since April um i think ultimately that might be the team that beats alexa and and nikki cross but i think we could get a nice long title reign out of them i could see them holding those belts at least till the royal rumble and people would be fine with that so maybe this will be the proper build that we were lacking with the iconics title reign i mean i think renee young said it the other night on on raw what did they make three title defenses in that four month reign
2: listen and that's my thing Peyton Royce, you guys know I love her. Um, So does Sean Spears. I have not masturbated to her for the record, but I do love her. Um,
1: (laughs) Wow. We just went (laughs) there.
2: Just kidding. But no, no. Like, I was totally fine with any of those teams technically winning the year night, but the Iconics. Like, I was hoping it was either going to be Alexa Bliss and uh, what's her face? Um, Oh, my God. Someone fill in her name. Nikki Cross. Thank you, Nikki Cross. I almost just said Sarah Logan. I mean, just because they look the same to me. Um, And then um, Mandy Rose and, uh, you know, Miss MMA Girl, I would have been okay if they won as well. But, no, I didn't care for Asuka and, uh, you know, Shipwreck. (laughs) Shipwreck. Oh,
1: man. Well, he didn't even go with Pirates of the Caribbean. He brought it all the way down to
0: Shipwrecked. (laughs) Yeah, he did.
1: Which, granted...
2: Out of all the – I mean, not many. I only got like five photos with wrestlers at the Mid-Hudson Civic Center that day. But she got like the most likes like on the pictures, which it's so many random people liking her. I couldn't believe how many likes she got on my pictures. It was crazy.
1: There's a lot of guys with an Asian fetish.
0: Now, let's jump into the other one that we have. Um, Dolph Ziggler versus Goldberg.
1: Oh, by the way. I'm going with you guys and picking Trish. Sorry, forgot that part.
0: Oh, there we go. Now, what do you guys think about Ziggler and Goldberg? What a fucking waste.
2: Oh, yeah. No, I agree. They're just trying to get star power on there. And honestly, there's two things I hope that happens here. Either A, I have a feeling it's going to be Goldberg who's going to win. So I'm just going to put my, my vote there. Dolph Ziggler doesn't stand a chance. But – I kind of hope that Goldberg has like a squash shitty match like he did with The Undertaker and fucks up somehow just so I can laugh at SummerSlam at least a little bit. <laughs> just so if he fucks the match up it's like haha Dolph Ziggler made fun of you for all of this for the last like 3 or 4 weeks and now you fucked up again.
1: But you know what? I'm so- and yeah, Goldberg's going to probably win and maybe he'll fuck something up. But this is a case where and yeah, all right, Dolph's been there forever. But this is my problem with the part-timers. I don't have a problem with the part-timers coming in from time to time. But then you got to do what's right for the business. you got to be putting people over and trying to get the superstars of tomorrow over in some way, shape, or form. And that's not what's happening here. And yes, I know I said Trish Stratus over Charlotte. And I know all three of us picked that. But the fact of the matter is Charlotte's already over. W- what do we get out of this? Another nostalgia moment? If you're going to have another fucking nostalgia moment with a part-timer, let them face another part-timer and maybe they could drop each other on their head like we saw in Saudi Arabia two months ago. I don't have a problem with the part-timers, but use them to get people over because as soon as these part-timers leave and the ratings drop, it's because you didn't build anyone up from bringing them in.
0: Okay, I'm done. I love the hot take, Encyclopedia. I love it. And I agree with you. I think that Goldberg is going to win this match. As much as I do think that Dolph deserves it, they're not going to give it to him. Next match. And then for the United States
1: Championship, we have champion AJ Styles defending against the former champion, the man he won it from, Ricochet.
0: I'm going to go AJ Styles here. They just reformed uh, the OGBC, so I'm going to go with AJ Styles.
1: Yeah, I... Yeah. This is a tough one because um, Ricochet didn't really get that long of a title reign over, but I feel like they're trying to get the OC over, Um, no relation to that TV show from the CW back in the day that Steven used to watch. Me
2: too. I, I wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't uh, the CW.
1: Oh, it wasn't? Fox?
2: It's Fox 5, get your facts straight, bitch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't remember these things. Just as I forgot that 90210's re- reboot was on last night.
2: Fuck. And who is and who is his source? Obviously, he didn't have one because he said CW. <laughs> Some <of a> bitch. <laughs>
1: you would th- you would think I watch half the shit on CW with the Arrowverse, but anyway. Steve, who's your pick, AJ Ricochet?
2: Um, I'm just gonna go with AJ because I can't see them taking the belt and getting back to Ricochet as quickly.
1: All right, and then from there we have what. The guy that's probably been the most intriguing character on WWE TV since WrestleMania, Bray Wyatt, the Fiend, steps into the ring, debuting in his first match as this new alter ego, and he's going up against the undemon like Finn Balor.
2: So, wait, are we not getting the demon? Is that a guarantee?
1: All right, this is dirt cheap bullshit. Um, but. The rumor is that the reason why Finn dropped the Intercontinental title and the reason why Finn's in this match is because he asked for some time off. So they're jobbing him out until he takes his break. So I could see them. And usually the first time he's facing somebody like this, it's very rare that he brings the demon out. The demon's supposed to be when he needs to get that next level, that little edge to get him over the hump. I don't think we're at that point right now. I could see him coming back as the demon later for a rematch after he takes his time off, but I, as of right now, he's not advertised to be the demon on Sunday.
2: See, that's retarded. We were supposed to get a demon versus Bray Wyatt match back in the day, and then Bray Wyatt got sick.
1: <laughs> Sister Abigail. Get- oh, that, was that when they all got, like, STDs or some shit? Or was that mumps or something? I
2: don't know. I think it was mumps. You're the only one here with STDs. Um... I th- actually you probably don't <laughs> you need to get action to get that. Uh, just kidding. But um, no, no, for real. Um, I would rather see this like – that's my thing. Have Finn Balor job out to someone else. Like if you could have had a job out to someone like Samoa Joe or something to take this break. Like I think Bray Wyatt – like am I gung-ho like, oh my god, it should be a WrestleMania match? But no, but – this could be a WrestleMania match, even if it's an undercard WrestleMania match, where you had the Demon versus new Bray Wyatt character. Like, I kind of think this is... Ru- like, it's not rushed. They've been doing a decent build-up. But I would have rather been Demon versus Bray Wyatt. But I'm going to go with Bray
0: Wyatt. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you. I think it's going to be Bray Wyatt. And possibly this could be a huge WrestleMania match where you do bring in the Demon once he's back from taking his time off, you know, maybe you could start it right after Royal Rumble or maybe he costs Wyatt his spot in Rumble. Whatever the case may be, this could be the jump off to a longer feud once uh, Finn Balor returns from his time off.
1: Yeah, I I think we're all in agreement here. The, the Fiend is going to win on Sunday uh, and we'll probably see a rematch down the road. Maybe it is at WrestleMania like you guys are suggesting. Um, that that would make sense. Uh, the rumor was it's only supposed to be for like two, two and a half ma- months, but what have they really done with Finn that
0: unfortunately people are going to miss him? Yeah, it's true. Now let's jump into this next one. Kevin Owen. On. Before
2: we get into that, Casey Cattell has replied, and her reply is, Yes, she probably would. It would be a really good payday and bump on the indies and good exposure would get a lot of work out of it. So that's our local indie queen that comes on the show. And she said she would go to AEW in a heartbeat.
0: Nice. So Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon. If Kevin Owens loses, he's forced to quit the WWE. I think it's KO all the way on this. Absolutely.
2: Show. It's KO all the way. We don't even have to discuss this. I mean, the build-up, I've enjoyed this build-up, yeah. and it's, it's been one of those build-ups that, like, you know, I think I've said in the past I, I, I have missed SmackDown um, a lot of weeks um, randomly, and now I watch SmackDown on Hulu, like, the next day just because they cut the bullshit out. Um, so with that said, I um, – I would definitely go KO for this. They're not ending his career on top of it. He just signed a five-year contract. So um, I'm KO all the way.
1: See, this is one of those cases where I feel like they have him emulating Stone Cold so much that they could have him actually lose and then come up with some bullshit loophole that gets him to come back. I was actually excited the other night when KO challenged Shane to put his money where his mouth is and put his career on the line as well. And, of course, Shane didn't do it, which... Which means it's more likely that Shane could be the one winning this match because he's got nothing to lose. But I would hope that in this case they're not going to try to screw us. Um, I don't see how they could because it's been done over and over again, and I think that might turn some fans off. As much as I think they could try to mess with us, yeah, I'm go- I'm going to go with KO. I'd rather see KO win. I also would like him to take that Stone Cold Stunner and make that a setup to the pop up power bomb instead of the finisher because I feel like that's taken away from him.
0: Nice. Now, Steven's favorite WWE champion, Kofi Kingston. Folgers. Versus Randy Orton. Dunkin' Donuts, bitch. Oh,
1: I'm so proud of you.
0: I think I think it's Kofi here. Um, I just... Orton doesn't do it for me, and I, I just don't think they're going to put the title on him, so... I'm going to go with Kofi Kingston on this one. Stevie G.
2: Yeah, I'm going to go with King, uh, Kofi Kingston, too. You guys are dicks. Now I say it more. Um, I'm going to go with Kofi Kingston here because I still think he needs to reign as champion.
1: Yeah, I. you know what? I'm, I'm sick of the title reign. It's not doing anything for me, but I don't see them putting it on a part-timer like Randy Orton. Uh, this is just another case of them trying to get kofi over more than he already is so yeah across the board kofi
0: nice uh next one up wwe smackdown's woman champion bailey versus ember moon encyclopedia kick us off here
1: hey i gotta go with my girl bailey all the way i I think this is just, uh, I I think it came down to Charlotte getting the match with Trish Stratus. Uh, We might have seen the Charlotte-Bailey rematch otherwise. um, Since Charlotte instead was going to face Trish, this was a stopgap. They haven't really built any credible challengers on the SmackDown side, so they're giving somebody new a chance. I'm going to go with Bailey all the way. And as Steven mentioned earlier, uh, this could be a contender to move to the kickoff show. I guess time will tell.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go with Bailey as well. I just don't see it going to Amber Moon and word word around is that Vince isn't a fan of hers, so she's definitely not gonna get it. Stevie G.
2: Um, Bailey all the way. Um Amber Moon was like great when she first came in. She's still kind of great. She snubbed me at the Mid Hudson Civic Center, so she lost some points with me then. Um but yeah You I got th- eclipsed. Corny dad joke. He's not even a dad. What the fuck?
0: <laughs>
1: I learned from you, my friend.
2: <laughs> no, he learned from dad. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go with Bailey. I'm gonna go with Bailey because uh, I don't. I I'm not. I don't care for her that much, honestly. And she hasn't had any sort of impacts lately. I think she's just a filler challenger.
0: Now submission match for the Raw WWE. Women's Championship Becky Lynch versus Natalia I'm 100% sure you guys know where I'm going with this one I'm going Becky Lynch and I'm not even going to give Natalia that much of an explanation of why I'm doing it just because I don't like her and that's it Encyclopedia, who you got here?
1: I'm going to shock you guys. I I don't think it's going to be Becky. We're in C- Canada. It's a submission match. And I think the reason why Natalia picked this match is because it's in her wheelhouse. Uh, I think it might be some sort of schmazz ending. But I actually think that Natalya is going to end the title reign of Becky Lynch. I think the hype she had going into WrestleMania is dead. And I think they're going to try to recapture that by putting her back in that challenger position. So... Sorry, Freddie. I'm gonna have to go with your girl, Natalia.
0: They do like a Montreal screw job to Natalia in Toronto. I would die.
1: Um,
2: yeah, I'm going with Natalia too in Toronto. Um, I, I gotta ask, Freddie. Your your hate for Natalia is so strong yeah. that. If we had like a worldwide disaster, like an Independence Day type disaster, like all the aliens come in, they shoot up the entire world, and <laughs> the only two living organisms left are you and Natalia.
1: Humanity's done.
2: It's up to you to create the human race, starting with shoving your penis in Natalia Neihard. Um, Are you going to do it and create Love Baby so the human race
0: still stands a chance? Well, in that case, then yes.
2: <laughs> in that case.
0: So is it just that you're jealous of TJ? No, it's just Ooh. that I just do not like her as a wrestler or a mouthpiece for wrestling.
2: I mean, could you imagine like you're in bed with her and when she's about to climb out, she's just like,
1: Oh ah! <laughs> I mean, she doesn't she doesn't sharpshooter. her. <laughs> <laughs> ah!
0: <laughs> Oh, man, that would be hilarious.
1: Yeah, baby, I'm the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Why'd you do
2: a gay voice? You're very good at that.
1: And we just lost the gay
0: audience. Let's get this last one. (laughs) Universal Championship (laughs) match. Man, they
2: put up a rainbow flag behind him.
0: (laughs) Rainbow bright.
2: Brock Lesnar.
0: Versus
2: Seth Rollins. Oh my God, you fucking shoot ourself. me! Why do I have to watch this match? You don't have to. You can like, skip it. If, I hope they save it to the end because if they do, I will legit turn it off and just go to
1: bed. Wouldn't it be easier to make it the opening match? Just get it over with. No, you? because then I have to watch it. No, you don't. We could just text. I them mean, when it's done. kind of, sort of, but like, I rather
2: just be the last match. And whatever matches on before that, when it ends, I'll just be like, "Oh shit!" As soon as that build-up starts and you hear like Heyman, like ladies and gentlemen," I'll be like, "Oh, where's the power button? There it is." There you go. Um, By the yeah, way, your so, pick. Oh, fuck. Like it's just a tough pick because they're. I know they're going to milk Brock Lesnar's champion, but then also Seth Rollins said, "I need to beat him," and blah 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 uh so i really don't know who to pick for this
1: i mean look how fucked up would it be that they let seth take this beating to the point they could barely stand and then he somehow beats brock i mean what credibility will they have will they have if they went that route
2: well first off if you look at this past week he got beat up last week by brock Lesnar, and he came out all limping and shit. if he walks to that ring perfectly fine on sunday that'll be the
1: first thing that pisses me off like yeah, i loved how he was medically cleared within like 12 hours of the attack it was like okay can we sell it a little bit more
2: yeah but that's just as bad as like when they dropped the shit on roman reigns it's like the different camera angles they did and then the way it fell that it didn't actually land on him and they're they he's crawling out no problem and they're like uh, uh get get an ambulance don't move roman don't re- move and it's like bro every camera angle showed not one piece of that touched him. Okay. <laughs> you guys recorded it like assholes. All right. Even, even the car thing, the car thing, it's like they switched the shots so quick. And then when you see Samoa Joe come and like try and push that door back, like he's some sort of like black Superman got the reference. Um, and um, he like tries to like kick that door back. Like it's going to break off the hinge. Like he's fucking Braun Strowman. And it didn't happen. But you look at the back of the car there's not a dent or ding in that car. The Equinox had no damage. Okay. If you look at that car closely, I watched it back.
1: And that's why we're never worried about you when you're driving, because you drive a tank, the Equinox.
2: It's, I'm getting rid of it. Like, can we get out of here? <laughs> All right, so who you got? Oh, fuck. I don't know. Why don't
1: you guys go first? <laughs> you forgot about I, that part. <laughs> no, I just,
2: I don't even know who to say.
1: Yeah, you know what? I'm going to go on I'm going to go with the reality approach here. Uh, I don't think Seth is going to be winning the title quite yet. I think we're they're going to build this up towards a rematch at Hell in the Cell once and for all, so I'm thinking oh Brock's going to retain.
2: So we have to watch this again.
1: Well, it'll be in Hell in the Cell the next time, but yes. Jesus. And 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 there's also Clash of the Champions before then. So you might have to see this another two times after Sunday.
0: I'm going to go with Brock as well. Close it out for Stevie G. You know what? I haven't cared about those, uh, you know,
2: podcast belts in months. So I'm going to be the opposite guy. I'm going to go Seth Rollins. <laughs> like, I don't give a shit. I'm going to go Seth Rollins and say I'm not taking those belts from you because <laughs> I don't care. I'd rather, like, go with what my heart feels my heart feels that Brock Lesnar should drive off a cliff and die in impact. Right. So in order to do that, let's at least get the championship belt off him first.
1: <laughs> so looking at the picks, we're actually almost completely the same. The only difference is Stephen went different on the IC title match that has not been officially announced. We have the women's submission match that... Steven and I went with Natalia and Freddie went with Becky and then Steven went with Seth on this one. So there's not going to be much room or maneuvering going on here. Um, Freddie, you're probably going to end up retaining because it doesn't look like any of us are going to catch you unless Steven goes three for three on the ones he went opposite.
0: Ah, that takes the excitement just, away. Just be another month with Eloso El at the top. But with that being said, boys, that is our episode for this evening. Catch us all on the social media. We will put up this episode and we'll tag everybody in it. You guys know the handles, www.thesportsfrenzypodcast.com for all our information, all our episodes, and links to everything. We appreciate you guys for listening, and we will catch you next week. Enjoy the show. Peace.